What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy and Love the Podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She always leaves a little snack in my shorts, so I have something for my tummy. The one and only Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone. How's everyone doing? You don't you don't put them in my shorts, but you do leave me a snack. I do. Every every time you go on a business trip and you have to drive, I always <laughs> prepare snacks. That's exactly but what I was give thinking. But I don't give you I don't give you a $100 bill. No, you don't. Well, I'm still waiting for that. I mean, we share our credit cards and debit cards, so yeah. the snacks the snacks will do. The snacks will do. Something for my tummy. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> I always prepare nuts for you. You do a whole, and like a little buffet. Granola almost. bars. Yeah. Water bottles. It's really nice. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? It's really don't nice. you love it? I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad you knew what I was talking about. Because I thought you were going to go, what? I don't make snacks for you. And I was going to go, every time I have to drive somewhere <laughs> over two hours, I get a little snack pack. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Thank you. Do you always eat them? No. Not always. I sometimes snack in the hotel once mm. I get to my destination. It's not, you know, it's not always for the car ride. True. Sometimes it's for your destination. True. Okay. So anyways, guys, welcome to the podcast, to the 90 Day Fiance Crazy in Love podcast. Thanks for being here. Welcome, welcome. Thank welcome, you welcome. for joining us. If you guys want to join us on Instagram, you can do that. You can follow us at 90 Day crazy in love on Instagram. That's where wild things are happening guys, these days. Guys, wild, wild things. things are happening these days. If you did not, <sighs> please go to our Instagram page and check out our live from last night because we had a an impromptu guest. Very impromptu. Fantastic word. Jovi. Jovi. And he just joined us. We had no idea he's going to do that. I wish we knew. I wish we had a heads up because I feel like we let the people down. Well, we I feel like we knew we may have prepared a few more questions, but I feel like we asked some good questions. We had Here's- this quick conversation and... He seemed to be in a rush. He was at work, so he joined for a bit. He was at the hotel bar drinking. Come on. He was not in a rush. He was in a rush to go up to the bar and get his next drink. That's probably, probably true. I'm just trying to give him a, a pass. For you guys who don't know what's going on, we do a Sunday night live every Sunday night on Instagram where we hop on right after the episode and we talk about it. And, you know, some people will pop in and pop out. Mm-hmm. Jovi has been in the chat a time or two. And, and then- we always call him out like Jovi and... Yeah, he'll he'll chat you with know, us hello. in the chat a little bit, and it's fun. But last night we're just last night was a weird live to begin with. We won't get <laughs> in, we won't get into it, but you can watch it on our Instagram. But we're you know twenty minutes into the thing, and all of a sudden you see the alert that he wants to join, and we're like, all right, this could be cool. Bring him in. Comes in, and I think we were off to a great start. What killed me was my first question. And what if you was guys, our first if you guys question? watched this episode, which we're about to talk about. Jovi flew to California yeah. to then drive to Vegas. <laughs> so he pops on. I say, hey, Jovi, first question, why did you fly to California instead of doing a direct flight to yeah. Vegas? And he goes, oh, it's kind of a complicated, tricky answer. I can't really say. And from ah. that moment on, I was like, uh, okay, what can I ask that he can say? So then I was just in my own head of, I can't ask this. I can't ask that. If he had answered the first question, I think- we would have been in a good flow. Yeah, but maybe. He kind of 
made me second guess everything. But anyways, regardless. Jovi, I think it was fun. It was fine. He's super cool. Super nice guy. Yeah, I and know, I think, I don't think he ever joined anyone's life, including him. I don't him. think he will join anyone's life ever again after that. But hey, I think he enjoyed first it. and last. We are nice. We're like cool. We're fun. So cool. So Super cool. so cool. Yeah. Like like cucumbers. So cool. <laughs> Anyways, so make sure you guys are following us on 90 Day Crazy in Love um, on Instagram because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. like Or the crazy, another crazy thing that was happening as we were doing our live. Yeah. All of a sudden, baby girl Lisa liked our meme, but and she doesn't pop- follow us. And it popped up as we're doing yeah. our live and it says... Whatever her name is, I yeah, don't know. Something, something, Lisa. Oh, Lisa Ham. No, yeah. it's Lisa Ham. It's like Lisa. I'm like, T and I look at each other and go, Baby girl Lisa. Did baby girl Lisa just like our me? Like, oh, I forgot she even existed. I know. It's just weird because she does not follow us. So I'm thinking. She's stalking. How she's, did she, she's trolling us. How did she find a meme? And it was pretty, like almost right after we posted it. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. So it was it a like, weird night. It like threw me off and like five minutes later, Jovi joined us and was I was like, what's night. happening? Yeah. If you guys aren't following us at 90 Day Crazy in Love, come on, join the fun. Join Starstruck. So anyways, um, you can subscribe to the podcast. Recommend you do. Recommend you subscribe so you guys will get everything that we drop. All you have to do is smash that subscribe button. Yeah, guys. Smash like it's hard. And lastly, the last thing we'll ask, if you have a few seconds to rate and review the podcast, that helps us a lot. It sure does. And guys, I'm not sure if you saw, we posted it on Instagram, but I'm going to ask John to repeat it. Okay. The ranking. The ranking? The ranking. Remember you posted something with like number 54. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, we got we got alerted that we were like number 57 mm. um, on the after shows charts on Apple on Apple podcast. So, yeah, it helps us if you subscribe and you. Yeah, let's get down to 40. Let's get up. I mean, today we were 50. So that's what I I'm saying. Let's get yeah. down to 40. <laughs> Anyways, people are like, well, this has gone to your head. So we're going to tune out. No, please. Stick around, leave a review if you can. And listen, if you guys are on Spotify or Stitcher, wherever, and you have Apple Podcasts, you can jump over there and leave a review and then go back to your podcast player of choice. Yeah. Because that's really the only platform that lets you leave reviews, I think. Is it? That we can see Hmm. because we don't have Droid. True, true, true. If you have Apple Podcasts, leave a review there if you want. Speaking of reviews, listen, we got to keep this thing moving. I got a review. Okay, I got a review okay. I want to read. Okay. I haven't checked in the past couple of days, so. Okay. I got one. Read it. Comes from Bridge. Mm. Okay. All right, Bridge. Five stars. Oh. She writes, crazy in love with crazy in love. What? Very clever, Bridge. Love it. Very clever. Love it. She says, I was having a tough time finding and connecting to a show about 90 Day. Both in the first minute of listening, I was hooked. <laughs> I it makes me so happy. Well, hold on to your seat, Teresa, because it gets better. Okay, how how can it get better? Hold on okay. to your seat. I was an international student, and everything about Teresa reminds me so much of my friend from Bulgaria, who I'd always gossip about shows with. Mm. So since the lockdown started, I've been missing having people to watch with. Now she watches with us, you know. I love that. So then she ends it. She ends it. No brainer. Smash it like it's hot. Right. Smash it like it's hot, Bridge. Am I 
I crazy or is my catchphrase <laughs> really getting out there? Is your catchphrase catching on? Right? I don't think so. Stop it. <laughs> I think my catchphrase is becoming the bomb. Wow. Is that going to be another catchphrase? <laughs> the bomb that you no, stole? I, that you <laughs> I say the bomb a lot. That's like something I say and it's it not is. OG. It is definitely something you say. I do say that. John always tells me that I live in the 90s when, <laughs> with some of my catchphrases. <laughs> yep. Anyways. Thank you, Bridge. Super sweet review. We yes, appreciate that's it. that's so awesome. I, sometimes I laugh because I don't mean it. I mean it in a good way. Like I laugh because I can believe that people listen to us and they enjoy what they hear. Right? It's funny it's just, that that's... It's just John and I talking about the show we love and I just can't believe it sometimes, but it's awesome. I love that you laugh when things... <laughs> no, because... When I was growing up, when I was like seven or eight years old, I took piano lessons and he was the, the instructor was a really good pianist. He turned out to be a child molester, which we're oh, going to talk about. What? <laughs> did I not tell you about this? No. Oh yeah. Like 10 years later, my dad was like, did Ron ever touch you? What? I was like, no, he tickled the ivories. He'd never tickled me, but he, Ooh. he was arrested for, for diddling but anyways and i had a guitar teacher who came down one time in his underwear and taught me the entire lesson in his underwear but we're not talking about steve we're talking about ron and ron was a master <laughs> piano player and every time he would just <coughs> open up you okay yeah i'm like um you've never told we'll talk me. about it more <laughs> later but every time Jesus. he would open up on the piano I would just start laughing because I was so impressed. It was so, I was so giddy, like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I would laugh. And so it's funny that <laughs> you laugh when you are pleased. But you should have just told me at the end of this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. You yeah. opened up like, so my piano teacher who turned out to be a child molester, which is not funny, guys. Like, I 100% no, it's not. not. A, no, it's, it's not at horrible. all. I feel I pretty good that I escaped. I can't believe. That. I can't believe that happened to you. I think that's devastating. It didn't happen to me, though. Well, no, but you were there. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we've come into contact with a lot of creeps in our life. We just don't know they're creeps. Yeah, but I didn't you know are, he was a creep. When you were a kid, you were more vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. I know. I know. He didn't try anything. That's, that's he didn't good. Try Is yeah. he in jail at least? Um, I think so. I think so. I'll show, you the, I'll show you the news article. Good. Yeah. I oh, think so. Good. I mean, I don't know how far he took it. It doesn't matter. No, I know. doesn't matter. I know. Let's not saying. go there, but it's a great story to share. To share. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into 90 Day By The Way. Not that this is going to go any better because I got a couple by the ways that they're, uh, they're interesting. All right. You want to do, do the first one? My favorite segment. Go for it. All right. Allegedly. Stephanie has four college degrees. I like how you say allegedly. Well, there's no proof. And that's kind of where this all starts. So, Okay. Tell me how you learned about this. Because I, watched, I haven't seen any. I watched one interview and I keep getting this name, this guy's name wrong. Max, the TV guy or Max, the reality TV guy. I okay. think on YouTube, he interviewed Stephanie and she said she had four degrees. This was a month or two ago, I immediately went to work trying to find where are these degrees from? Mm -hmm. Where did she go to school? Couldn't find them. Okay. She won't say it's not out there. Did you find at least one? Well, 
She posted an Instagram story the other day. She's sitting on her floor in the living room. Mm-hmm. Don't know who's filming her, but she goes, people from Harvard are recognizing me and they're wondering, is that where one of your four degrees is from? What? She goes, she goes, first of all, she's like, I can't believe people from Harvard watch 90 Day. But then she says, no, I didn't get a degree from Harvard, but I did get a certification from there before I wrote my children's book. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Stephanie has written a children's book so- called The Day Albert Buzzy Bear Was Boss. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Stephanie from Grand Rapids, Michigan <laughs> with a 27-year-old boyfriend okay. wrote a children's book. Okay, one, I can't even repeat the title of the book. Two, The day Albert Buzzy Bear have- was boss. <laughs> the, the day Bears Al- Buzzy Alberts borrows It is something. a tongue twister. The day Albert Buzzy Bear was boss. I don't even know what you're saying. Anywho, are those, it's real. Are those even real words? <laughs> Most of them. It's a real book. So I searched high and low. I wanted to be able to read you guys and you, Teresa, an excerpt from the book. Okay. Could not find anything. No reviews of the book. It's not in stock. Did she write it? She wrote it. She wrote it. I found a photo of the book. Okay. I found a photo of the back of the book. And on the back of the book, there's a little synopsis Mm -hmm. of the day Albert Buzzy Bear was boss. (laughs) Would you like me to read a little to the class? Sure. Can I read a little to the class? Go for it. Go here's, for it. Here's what the back says. <laughs> you, you might not want to sip that just yet. Okay. <laughs> Where in the world was cousin Bernice Buzzy Bear? <laughs> what? This is a 2003 children's book and she's writing about cousins. Oh my gosh. She may be her... Which friend told her oh, that Maria. in the future there will be her she's like, having this like relationship with cousins? That's what Buzzy Bear told me too. And maybe she just, you know, took it and just like released it all into this book. Okay. So where in the world was cousin Bernice Buzzy Bear, the boy's babysitter? Albert Buzzy Bear watched his mother continue to get more anxious. He knew his mom was really worried when she started biting her beautiful, bright pink nails. Is this an autobiography, (laughs) Stephanie? This sounds a little bit on the nose. It does, including the cousins. Yes. Then, I must do something, Albert Buzzy Bear thought to himself. I cannot stand to see Mother Fretso. Then... And this is where this is the Wait, last wh- line. Of, I don't even know what you're saying. I don't know. Mom's freaking out, biting her beautiful pink nails. <laughs> and Buzzy Bear goes, I cannot stand to see Mother Fret. <laughs> then Albert Buzzy Bear <laughs> <laughs> had a brilliant idea. Period. End of the synopsis. <laughs> what a cliffhanger. What a cliffhanger. Well, that's how she gets people. Like people buy the book. I don't think anyone's bought the book. There are no reviews. It's not in stock as far as I can see. She wrote it in 2003. She went to Harvard, got some certificate. Or- Maybe she counts that as one of her degrees. You can do, you can get an online no, certificate. She said no. She said no. From she said Ivy are, League schools. She said people are wondering if Harvard is one of the four places I got my degree. She oh. said no, but it is where I went and got my certificate. Oh, okay. 
Anyway, that's, by the way, number one, and that's a bombshell, I think. Um, Stephanie has a children's book. I, oh, I, I don't even know what to say. Once, I did not understand half of the things you just read. All you need to know. The words didn't make sense. All you need to know is Bernice Buzzy Bear is a cousin and <laughs> Stephanie loves cousins. <laughs> is and, it, and is it about was, a dog? It's like, a bear. What about? You got, it's I, a I Bernice wanna, bear. I, I can't flip it around and show you. Show, show, let me, I'm just going to take a look. Yeah, take a look. That's Buzzy Bear. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Buzzy yeah. Bear is wearing this like green stripy shirt with a, a with big... A Purple B. Wait, does is that a snake watch on Buzzy Bear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Buzzy Bear's creepy, but what are you gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do? How many drugs was she on when she wrote this? All of them, all of them. Okay, let's move on because I could talk an hour about Buzzy Bear. I but can't. Let's move on. I can't. I can't even take it. Okay, ready? <laughs> yes. Hold on to your seat. By the way, number two. Can I take a sip? Take a sip. Okay. Let's all take a sip. Taking a sip. Let's all take a sip. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jovi is rubbing. Jovi is rubbing off on us. All right. By the way, number two, we may have mentioned on a past episode that Danielle, Danielle Muhammad, mm-hmm. of course, she's now in the sex toy business. Yes. We talked about this a little bit. Maybe it was on the Journey podcast. It was. Okay. It was. Well, if you're going to make it in business in 2021, you need to work that social media, right? Mm-hmm. Danielle's favorite social media. Oh, she loves social media. Enter at Danielle Jabali PR on Instagram, a separate page on Instagram dedicated to her pure romance endeavors. Whoa. How many followers? Just a couple hundred. Okay. Just a couple hundred. On it, she's posting deals, promos, products. Is she like showing people how to use them? Mm-mm. It's pretty Thank straightforward. You. Right. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> but the captions. <laughs> The captions, Teresa. Now, <laughs> I don't know if she's writing these. I tell myself she is because it puts a smile on my face. Okay. I hope she is. But you want to hear? Mm-hmm. You want to hear oh, a couple yeah. captions? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is not children's writing. I should warn you. This is not Buzzy Bear. This so, is So describe rated- the photo, too. The photo is a dildo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty straightforward. Okay. Okay. So- Here's here's a post she has. She writes. I think she writes. I hope she writes. There's nothing quite like the show-stopping pleasure of a dual-action toy. Am I right? Enjoy the flexible shaft and change up to 10 functions to find your new favorite rhythm. Danielle. Dirty D. I mean, she knows how to sell, I guess. <laughs> okay, one more? Yeah. One more? I'm only going to do two. I can't do more. Okay. Less clothes, more fun. Bosom <laughs> Buddy Tingling Bomb is my product of the week, and I love, love, love it. Pop off the cap and your shirt. Twist and smooth it on your favorite spots. You know what I mean. And make playtime more delicious. What? Am you I, think she wrote it? Am I blushing? I think I'm blushing. I hope she wrote it. Oh, I mean, I... Or maybe Listen. her her friends from Maryland helped oh, her. Yeah, she's probably girls. What should I write on this yeah. dildo pose? <laughs> well, what would you write? What would you guys write? Would you write like nothing quite like the show-stopping pleasure of a dual-action toy? <laughs> Am I right? 
I love how she's like, am I right? Yeah, I, I see. I'm going to stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So there's that. And then there's a personal link to her bio mm-hmm. that takes you to her very own Pure Romance page. What? So not like only- Like a website? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Not only can you buy her favorites, you can book a Pure Romance party with her where she's going to come over and teach you the ins and outs, pun intended- of pure romance. What? Oh yeah. Like like Yeah, like a Daniel sex party. Live no. showing? She's gonna show up. It's like Pampered Chef. It's like a Tupperware party. Okay. Where she's gonna come, but it's gonna be dildos. What? And she's gonna talk about them and show you them. Ooh. Yeah. Too bad my bachelor party already happened. Mm, right, bachelorette. That's a, good, that's a good thought. My bachelorette. I said bachelor. That's a good thought. So <laughs> Listen, go take care of our girl, Danielle. Take care of yourself, too. Check out her Instagram page at Danielle Jabali PR. She should drop the name Jabali, but okay. So this is why she doesn't do it, at least on Instagram, because she got into multiple arguments with people. She'll get in the comments and mm. argue. She's verified, right? She's got the yeah. blue check. So to be verified, she says you need to prove your name with your license. Oh. And so that's why she hasn't changed it. It's because she's verified. But like you, you still celebrities have wild names on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was what they started with though. Yeah. They didn't change it. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. Excuses. Excuses. But anyway. I saw real quick, I'm just going to add to your, by the way, I saw on Instagram that Danielle was having her eyebrows done. Ooh. So I almost feel like, or maybe some sort of a facial so I feel like maybe, you know, she's like stepping up her game. Yeah. We've seen her on The Single Life. She's doing what she well, needs to do. Well, that's just the friends did, you know, a makeover, yeah, sure. which lasts one night. Like she seems to be doing extra steps. Like Was you know, she not promoting it though? Was it like, oh, I'm getting my eyebrows done. I saw it on her done. stories. So maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if she was promoting it. Mm-hmm. And I have one more, by the way. Uh-oh. It's a different, by the way. Uh-oh. And... I didn't research it much, so maybe you know. Like it'll be good. <laughs> I did you see Larissa's stories? No. She's wearing an engagement ring mm. and was with a man. I assume it's Eric. Mm. But she has an engagement ring on. Is what she was, engaged? What was the post? Like her like driving a car. Well, Had nothing I think, to do with I think being. Eric was driving and she was like holding his hand hmm. and it was just their hands. And on on a stick with an engagement ring and a few additional posts where you could see the ring. But I thought he broke up. I did see a post from her where someone asked like, oh, what's up with you and Eric? And she said, stay tuned or something like that. Mm. So maybe. I don't know. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. You think they're like breaking up every two weeks before the gram? Yeah. Because it it's gram. annoying. Yeah. No, of course. It keeps interest. They need to keep their storyline going somehow. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, but like breaking up every two weeks, that's, that's just annoying. Yeah. Like keep the storyline, like get married, do something crazy. Like Teresa, they're old news. Let's talk about new news. Okay. 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 Let's talk about Sunday night. Let's talk about 90 Day Fiance, the OG. And... There's a lot to talk about, so we should get into it. But all I'm going to say is 
a lot of people on our live last night thought it was a great episode. I thought it was not bad. Okay. You also said four, four stars? Yeah, I said four stars. Four stars so or I, maybe 4.5. So I think you are I'm gonna say feeling four. better about it than I am. Yeah. I think I was three stars maybe. I think it was decent. Okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was okay. It wasn't the best. But you know why? Because everyone had some drama. So basically it became just one whole drama and not nothing would really stand out. Okay. All right. You know? All right. I, I guess. So let's get into it. Let's dive in and start with our last night's guest, <laughs> Joey and Yara. And as Sarah so eloquently put it, bitches, we going to Vegas. Yes. So Jovi and Co. They're heading to Vegas. They're in the car. They're Did you going- say Jovi and Co. Yeah, like Jovi and Co. Company. Yeah, I'm I not gonna love list. it. I'm not gonna look now. You're gonna make me list them all. No, Sarah. No, but I'm Kaz. gonna. I'm gonna start saying it. Jovi and Co. No, just like if we're going somewhere, I'll be like, oh, it's just John, John and I and Co. You have enough catchphrases. We don't need to add this one. Okay. Not okay. for a pod, just for my life. Okay. So <laughs> they're all going to Vegas. That's where the wedding is going to take place. Yara, still a little cranky though, because Jovi was out so late at his bachelor party. Well, it's fun. It's funny you said that's where they're going because that's not, not where they were going at first. Nope. <laughs> they flew from New Orleans to LA and then Jovi and Co. rented yeah. a car and drove to Vegas, which sounds ridiculous because that drive, getting out of LAX is crazy. Driving to Vegas at least six hours, five to six hours, right? Maybe that's why Yara was so cranky. She's like, once again, Swamp Jovi wanted to save some money, couldn't book direct yeah. flights. But as Jovi told us, or actually didn't tell us. Didn't tell us. It seemed like they had to go through LA for think, some reason. I think maybe they did a bears all or mm. something back However long, six, seven, eight months ago. But why, is every, why did everyone fly with them? Right. That's you know? Good, yeah, I don't know. We don't know. And Joey didn't tell us, so thanks, hopefully, Joey. Hopefully we find out. <laughs> but listen, they did it. I don't know why. They don't have time to kill. They need every minute because, as Jovi says, still no marriage license. Jovi needs a suit. No they rings. Don't, they don't have the rings. But yeah, a little detour. Quick detour to LAX. But... I almost feel like it was worth it because oh, they God. stopped. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> they stopped at this, what was it, an old school diner? Peggy Sue's 50s Diner. Love, love the name. And there were dinosaurs all over no, the there, place. No, there weren't. There were diner sores. <gasps> That's what it said on the sign. Oh, my That's God. What, yeah, clever. Oh, my clever. God. Clever. Come on, Peggy Sue. Stop clever. it. Yeah, Yara was not impressed, but you definitely were loving Diners- it. Oh dinosaur. Oh, dinosaur. It was a dinosaurus. I love it. It was great. I love it. I want to go there. <laughs> well, listen, I think you saw the message. One of our listeners was nice enough, <laughs> nice enough to reach out to us and tell us, Peggy Sue's is a dump. <laughs> okay, we've never been. We can't say. This is hearsay, but I trust this person. She says the food's terrible. Everything's old, sticky, and gross, which... Sounds like a strip club. So maybe that's why Jovi likes yeah. it. But as a, what did I say to her? What I did said, you say? 
We would stop by there anyway so we can take pics with the dinos. Yeah, just stop at a Sinclair gas station and get I your photo with the dino. I love Sinclair gas station. Because there's a dinosaur. Exactly. Yeah. Not a diner sore. Like Sinclair, I, I love the logo. It's so cool and old school. It's fine. It's fine. I'm it's not, awesome. It's a, yeah, it's a dinosaur. Tell me, tell me another gas station logo that's at least as close to be as cool as Sinclair. I'm pretty sure one gas station had like a Pegasus logo. Yeah, it's, well, what, like a bunch of horses with wings? It's pretty cool. Nope. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Anyway, so everyone's at Peggy Sue's 50s diner, living it up, taking selfies. Not Yara. She goes, she calls her friend. She's got to call her friend to vent. And it, if you believe the phone call, it was sad. Because yeah. she said, if I wasn't pregnant, I would leave. I would go back home. I don't know. I just feel like she has mixed emotions. Like she's alone. It, those are all Jovi's friends. Jovi's family. Mm-hmm. She's just there and pregnant. So I can understand her being a little sad, a little bitter, a little you know, do you questioning think she would things. actually go back to Ukraine? I don't think so. I don't think. Because she always says, and I believe her, she says, Joey, I love you so much, but you yeah. piss me off. Yeah. That's but, the relationship. Yeah. It's just like a little back and forth But drama. I do believe, and she always says, I do everything for you. I gave up everything for you, which is true. So true. So yeah, Joby hasn't given up one thing as far as we know. Still drinking, still traveling every month for work, still going out, living it up. Yep. So yeah, she can be frustrated. I can get that she's upset. Listen, if I were her, I would come clean or not even come clean. Share the great news. You're pregnant. Tell Joby's friends because then they're going to understand. Yeah. And it's going to oh, be yeah. easier on you. I would totally tell them. You're sitting be- in a car for six hours getting nauseous probably. Yeah. Tell them and they'll understand. And they'll and- understand why you're a little bitter why you don't want to drink, why you don't want to go out to bars because you're pregnant. And you know what they're going to say? Oh, makes sense. Like, we're happy for you. Absolutely. And then if Jovi tries to go out, they're going to be like, Jovi, like, be a better husband. Go home and stay with your pregnant wife. Exactly. Yeah. So they finally make it to Sin City. Coincidentally, also the nickname Jovi gave his bedroom in high school. (laughs) Sin City. They get to the hotel. Yara's like, wonderful. I can't wait to get some rest. Just mm-hmm. want a long trip. Jovi booked the cheap flight. We flew to LAX, but we finally made it. And of course, Jovi's like, last one to the hotel bars, a rotten egg. <laughs> no, no consideration for his <laughs> pregnant fiance whatsoever. Well, also... Why are they drinking at a hotel bar if you can go to casino, play a little and get free drinks? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hello, that's how you Vegas. Unless we don't know what the hotel was, I asked. Wouldn't tell me. Well, every hotel has a casino. And that's maybe what they're saying. It's like, let's go to the the casino in the lobby. Makes sense. Yeah. Pro tip, guys. If you don't know. Just sit at a slot machine and pretend you're playing. Someone's going to come around mm-hmm. and bring you a free drink. Or play a little. Last time I won like $185. Oh. You won I, like 500 yeah, I almost paid for our trip when we yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you paid for the rental car. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. So <laughs> I didn't think about it until this point. But it was Yara's idea basically to do a Vegas wedding. She yeah. didn't want to do a Bayou wedding. She didn't want to do a big thing. She wanted to elope in Vegas. 
why would pregnant Yara want a Vegas wedding knowing you can't go out and do Vegas? Well, it was before she got pregnant. Call an audible. And say, hey, let's actually <laughs> just do a backyard wedding. And this is, I also think the Yara loves to travel. So does Jovi. She wanted to see Vegas. Vegas weddings. Listen. Listen, Vegas weddings no, are... Li- no, you listen, Teresa. You listen, John. <laughs> okay, I have a spoiler <laughs> alert, and I kind of want to say it. Well, let me finish my thought. Oh, I'm so sorry. I got very excited about having a spoiler. Be sorry. I'm so Be sorry. Be sorry for I'm getting me so- off. I'm very sorry. So Vegas weddings <laughs> <laughs> are what's in the movies. Oh, let's mm-hmm. elope to Vegas and let's get married. So Yara wanted to live her little movie dream and visit Vegas and... It was before she knew she was pregnant. And when she found out she was pregnant, she thought it's going to be her and Joey just having fun, walking down the strip, eating at fancy restaurants. That's true. You can eat, I guess. Yeah. But I've never been pregnant. I don't know any pregnant woman who loves traveling to the desert when they're I would go. pregnant. Really? Totally. Give me some mocktails and like a, a couple of <laughs> scoops of ice cream and I'm there. Okay. <laughs> Can I share my spoiler alert? Yes. And it's not, it's not crazy. If you, I always go on the TLC schedule on their website and I try to see, okay, well, how many more episodes do we have? Mm-hmm. And it lets you go out two weeks. Yeah. So we at least have another two weeks worth okay. of episodes. On the second one, so mm-hmm. two weeks from this past Sunday, it says Jovi and Elvis are left at the altar. What? So that means they're doing the Elvis wedding. Oh, wait. Which is not like a huge spoiler because you're going to Vegas. We, of course, you're going to, you're not going to have. Are you think the Elvis a, part is, is a spoiler? Yeah. What about left at the altar? No, you know, that just meant, oh, Yara was taking too long with her hair and makeup. And so, no, they weren't left for good. I don't think. But yeah, we were like, are they going to do a Elvis wedding? I think, I think they are. Yeah. I think they are. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, those cheesy Elvis weddings. So they get to the hotel. They get up to the room. They're going to change. The plan is to go back out. But before they can, Yara kind of stops Jovi and says, look, I'm not feeling great about everything. I don't feel good physically. I don't know if I feel good emotionally about what's happening. Hesitant to get married because, Jovi, it seems like you care more about your friends than you do me. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I'm glad she's brought it yeah, up. Yeah, oh no, she, I love that she voices her opinion and she's not, she's, I, don't, I was going to say, she's not rude about it. Like sometimes she might come across like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. Yara, like slow mm-hmm. down. But I think you have to talk this way to Joey. Otherwise he's just going to let it in and out. Yeah, and he still might. But in this moment he's yeah. surprisingly but- said, you tell me what you want to do, I'll do it. Because she was so right. Plus she added, Jovi, I love you so much. I wouldn't be, I just came here for you. I did everything yeah. for you. Yeah. And all I want is to spend some time together. Like It's the least he yeah. could do. Yeah. No, I'm I'm glad they had the conversation. He said he's going to do everything he can to make it perfect for mm-hmm. her. And let's see. Let's see. Well, let's see. Especially because, again, he's always traveling. He's always away. Now you're in Vegas together, like spend some time yeah. and do something with your fiance if she wants to do something. Totally. Okay. That's Jovi and Yara. Not too much, but we're setting the stage. We're setting the stage mm-hmm. for Vegas. Yep. Sin City. 
Sin City. All right. Yum. Should we do it? <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. Should, yeah. Should we do it? You can't lead a horse to water and not expect <laughs> them to drink. I don't think that's how that saying goes at all. But I love it. It's so true. No, the saying is you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink, I think. What? That doesn't make sense. No. They'll drink. Well, <laughs> no, they'll do what they want to do. You can't force them to drink. Listen, we rode one horse in our life, and now we think... <laughs> Now we think we're cowboys. You ride a horse. I ride a mule. Very true. Even better. Yeah. Even better. Sure. I got two in one. Okay. Speaking about the Wild West, let's talk about Mike in the Wild West. West. The, the Wild West. The Wild West. Mike and Natalia. April 2020. What was once wedding day, which is just now disaster day. It's... Not good. The car, the car is petroled up and <laughs> Tamara and Bo, they're helping Natalie load up the car. They're going to head to the airport, right? Yeah. Mike, he's sending Natalie to France and from there she's going to figure it out. I'm curious. Is is it because he's being cheap or is it because like Ukrainian borders closed? Because I, I remember the, borders the Czech borders closed too, but... But if you were a citizen, mm-hmm. they would allow you in, but you would have to take the test at the airport. But they allowed citizens enter the country. I think so, she said, the borders are closed, I'm going to France, and from there I'll figure it out. Yeah, but I, I believe she could have flown. Straight to Kiev, you think? Yeah, probably with a layover somewhere. It's a long flight. Yeah. But she is a citizen. They That's true. That's every a really single good point. country was letting citizens in, including the US. Well, she also said, and I don't know if this plays into it, she goes, I'm keeping it a secret from my friends and family Mm -hmm. because they're going to think Michael's a monster. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why it's like, I'm going to go chill out in France for a little while, figure this out and then go face my family. Or, or it's like, oh, I'm not going to tell my family and friends. They will think Michael is a monster. Plus I have three more days on my visa. We might get back together. (laughs) We might get back together. Or, hey, Vacation or can she go to France regardless? Would be a, would it be a different? Ukraine visa? is not. It's in, not the EU. No, so she, I think she has to request. That sounds even visa. more complicated. If it's a pandemic and you're just trying to fly to a different country with no return ticket or yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't want to make anything up. I have no idea what the relationship between Ukraine and France is or Ukraine and the EU. Yeah. So I don't, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> France is probably just the only country Mike knows. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I think there is a country called France I can send her to. Like he's, he's been there. Remember, that's the only museum he went to. Oh. The Louvre. Uh, what did he, he said it wrong though. I think he said like the Louvre. Yeah. I think he said it wrong. Yeah, he's, not very, he's not a very cultured man. Low IQ. Yeah, I forgot. That's totally why he's sending yeah, her to he's France. Not it's the only country he knows. Low IQ. Why? So, why? Why is Natalie with him? She's not anymore. <laughs> but I would say the highlight of this was the really sweet embrace between Bo and Natalie. Oh, they, what a moment! <laughs> Some people wait a lifetime for a moment like I, this. I I literally laughed out loud. I do laugh laugh out loud throughout the episodes here I and there. It. But I was like. Stop it. She apologized. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry if I was a little bit rough on you. And then he said, I wish you weren't leaving. Yeah, he's like, you know I like it rough. Like, I wish you, I wish you were staying. 
<laughs> well, he goes. I wish he could stay. That's what he said. Oh, so so sweet for a domestic abuser, right? We always forget not that and that he probably taught piano no, but, once but, or twice. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you were hiding this from me. We gonna have a conversation. There was nothing to hide. I'm gonna and call your dad. Nothing happened to me. I'm gonna ask her that. Okay, but. He was like, Bojangles. keep in touch. Jeez. Bojangles goes like, I wish you could stay. And Natalie goes like, sorry, but I won't keep in touch. I'm sorry, but. No, he said, he goes, keep in touch. Yeah. And she, she real quick to shut it down. Sorry, I won't. I won't sorry, keep Sorry, I will not touch. keep in touch with you. That's the Eastern European bluntness that we all know and love. Just not going to do it. Sorry, Bo. Not going to happen. Now, everyone, everyone always bullshits that answer. Everyone always goes, Oh, call me later. We should hang out. It's like, absolutely. We should totally hang out. Even I learned yeah, it. Never going to hang out. He's like, keep in touch. The most innocent thing to say. It's like not much effort. Just keep in touch. Just keep. I'm so, I will not keep in touch with you. All right. It's very European of her. Very, very. European. So the, I learned my lesson. Yeah. You got to just play into it a little bit. Now it makes I, people feel good. I regret when I tell people I'll keep in touch because then they text me. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to keep in touch. Oh, yeah. Now I feel like I should be a little more like Natalie. Go back to Natalie. Yeah. Sorry, we will not keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs> or No, it's, it's like, we should hang out. And it's like, I'm sorry, we should not hang <laughs> out. I, honestly, I wish I could say that because- No, you I, don't. You'd be not thought of as the same way you're thought I of right know. now. I'm always like, yes, oh my God, we should totally hang out. I can't right. wait. Right. And then deep down, I'm like hoping that they will forget. <laughs> There's a middle ground. Again, with you, it's always about finding the middle ground. There's a middle ground between, I'm sorry, I will not hang out. And yeah, I love it. It's like, oh yeah, like we should definitely try or something. Oh, that's a good one. Anywho. I always you, promise every, everyone that I'm going to hang out with them. Did you see the the pajama pants Bo was rocking? No. He was just out. First of all, his attire is top notch. He was wearing the bandana, the classic, yes, the bodana. I saw, I saw the, the bo- bodana on sale the now bodana. at a bow shop near you. Yeah. <laughs> and the leather vest with nothing under it, Classic. which is amazing. It's a fantastic look. And then red pajama pants with hearts on them. I missed that. Maybe so it's a man. gift from Tamara. So stylish, man. What did Natalie say the first time? She met, she's like, oh, he's so stylish. Oh, so stylish man or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe they were Tamara's pants. <laughs> I mean, I guess Bojangles moved back into his tent in the oh, horse yeah. barn. He's like, yeah, Bo is back. Comes comes up with a like, box of fireworks and whiskey. <laughs> Mike doesn't have livestock. He has Bojangles instead. Yeah, which is wild. Because he lives in, in a barn. Which is wild. So speaking of In Mike, a livestock barn. Yeah. Again, it's supposed to be a ranch. He called it a ranch. It's not. It's a tree farm. It's a yeah, the only tree. the only livestock he has is Bojangles. Bo. <laughs> I'm sure people ride Bo. So uh, true. That's close. That's close. <laughs> so Mike waddles out. Maybe tears in his eyes. It's hard to tell. I mean, speaking of Bo, you get close to him, your eyes start to water a little mm-hmm. bit. Probably that funk coming off him. But he comes out. He says, "I'm sorry about everything." Seemed kind of sincere. He he sincerely looked sad that yeah. she was leaving. I was like, if this is an act, well, now he's. I don't he's think it good. is. I don't think he can act. I well, think he's I just being himself. I know, and it was pretty believable. Yeah, I think this whole time, every single time he appeared 
on the show. Yeah. He was just being himself. Yes. Okay. Natalie's not having it, though. He doesn't accept the apology. Tells him to find an American girl and be happy. Wait, to Mike, not to Bojangles. Yeah. Did I say? I said no, Mike apologized. I thought we were talking about Bojangles. Did you speak to Mike? Yeah, Mike came out. Oh, he okay. said he was so sorry. Mike, I think Mike can act a little. Oh. I think Bojangles oh, is the Bo one. Jangles. I think Bojangles is, Bojangles is the one who is, what's no. the word? Just authentic. Authentic. What's the word? Something to do with the land. The land. Hearty. Hardy? Hardy. What about, what does he's that have like, to do with anything? Like he's this like pure human being. Yeah. Like like a like a vegetable. Just just <laughs> oh, he's, he's very close to a vegetable his IQ for sure. <laughs> he just like took him out of the ground like uh-huh. a potato. Yeah. And he's so pure and so real and so raw. Okay. He's definitely raw. I'll give you that too. I, are you loving what I'm just doing here? I'm trying to I'm picture just it. Doing but this on the spot. Yeah, I'll give you I don't think Bo can act, but No, it's he's so real and so raw, like a potato. No, I was talking about when Mike came out and it kinda looked like he was crying and Oh and I don't think he was. He's I'm sorry about everything. And that's when Natalie says, Go find an American girl and be happy. Mm-hmm. I cannot talk to Michael. Go find American girl. Yeah. Go find American girl. Tamara, Tamara, please go. Tamara, Tamara, pedal to the metal. Tamara, pedal to the metal. Tamara, drive. And then she hit her. Oh, no, she hit her later. (laughs) What? We'll get there. We'll get there. They take off. Tamara's pedal to the metal. She's like, Natalie's just crying. So awkward. Tamara goes like, anything in particular you want to listen to? I have some old cassettes. In the glove box, it's if like you want to. Celine Dion? Yeah, I might have like a, I don't know, like a best of John Denver in your there. Your heart will go, your oh, heart yeah. will go on. Here we go. I got to make an office reference now that we're talking about it. When Michael Scott <laughs> broke up. Goodbye, my lover. <laughs> and James he was, Blunt. He was just sitting at his desk playing goodbye, my lover. But the, just the 30 <laughs> second. And someone was like, why didn't you? It was Dwight, like Michael. Dwight. Why don't you, why don't you buy this song? He's like. <laughs> he was like, this is enough. Or so, yeah. What did he say? It was such a good response. I don't know. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, Goodbye my, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. That would be amazing. Imagine if, if she played in. it. That would be so uh, good. Yeah. Or as I said, your heart will go mm. on. Every night in that's my guys. That's my go-to karaoke song. <laughs> uh-huh, for better or worse. <laughs> for better or worse. So Natalie and Tamara flying down the street, and Tamara's not even looking at the road. She's just staring at Natalie when she's driving. Natalie's looking at her. She's looking at <laughs> Natalie. I'm like, someone look at the road. This is crazy. Like, sure, there's probably no cars on that road, but Tamara. Not the best driver. Not the best getaway driver, I would say. Is that what you wanted to talk about? Because last night I said, maybe Natalie should give her like 10 points if she was an Uber driver. Oh, yeah. And you were like, Tamara, an Uber driver? Hell no. Yeah. No, she didn't look at the road. I mean, maybe she's so good that she doesn't need to. Uh, yeah, I doubt that. I doubt that. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. No. Yeah, so, no, thank you. Natalie's like, do you know where you're going? Do you know how to get to the hotel? And Tamara literally goes, oh shit, what hotel are you staying at? <laughs> she didn't know where she was driving. That's probably why she wasn't looking at the road. It didn't That's matter. She, 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 was literally, thinking, 
She's like, the car will take me there. What hotel are you? I mean, I'm sure there's only one road and like one hotel in Squim, but hilarious. I mean, I'm sure it was some sort of an, you know, this like airport hotel, motel, something near the shuttle that she can take the next day. Fine. But her driver should still know where she's going. Where are you going? Well, (laughs) but... It doesn't matter because she, they found out. Gotta whip that U-turn. Well, Mike didn't give Natalie his credit card Mm. to verify the stay. Mm. Which first I was questioning, I'm like, why would he do that? But then Tamara spinned it around. They went back. Mike leaned inside the window and gave her the credit card. But he gave it to Tamara. Yeah. So I feel like Tamara's just going to show it yeah, and bring it back to Mike. Can but I let's you, talk about Mike leaning inside the window. Well, even before that, and this is just, I guess, shows you how much of a romantic I am or twisted. <laughs> but I was really hoping in some weird way, this was all a gimmick to get Natalie. It was I all too. organized between Bo and Mike and Tamara and that when they whipped around for the U-turn to go back and get the credit card, they would pull up and it would just be a beautiful wedding ceremony set up. Oh, okay. I didn't go that far. Oh, how beautiful would that have been? She pulls back into the driveway. I think it would be horrible. There's just a nice arch with flowers just like Bojangles and being the flower girl. Well, Bojangles could be the efficient. I could see him in a white leather vest maybe. Oh, yeah. Like, you like, know, a little bolo what was tie. His, what was his name? Joe Exotic? Yeah. Yeah, a little <laughs> That's Joe. That's vibe. Bo Exotic? Bo Exotic. Yeah, I could see that. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Music's playing. Maybe there's a couple string string musicians mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. by the pond. Maybe they dyed the pond. Mm-hmm. The fish died. Pink or whatever Natalie's favorite color is. <laughs> been beautiful. It would have been beautiful, but no. 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 Okay, this is what I thought. I thought they're going to spin it around, drive back. Mike will lean towards the window, mm-hmm. as we saw in the previews. Yeah. And say, hey, Natalie, which he did. Can I talk to you? They're going to talk. He's going to apologize, repropose, and she's going to stay. I hmm. did not expect to happen what happened, but let's talk about it. Well, what? The opposite of a reproposal? Mike asking for the ring yeah, back? But he leaned. To- I, so I'm not, I keep messing this sentence up. Lean towards the window, yeah. lean into the window. Either or. Oh. He leaned in. L- look at look at me. I'm so good with the English language. He okay. leaned in. He leaned in and said, hey, Nally. And I thought, rude much. And he goes like, give me give me the ring back. I need the ring back. Jeez. And Nally, the ring? The ring you just gave me again? I'm not giving you the ring back, Michael. The ring will stay with me. If you can pry it from my cold, dead hands, Michael. Maybe then you can have the ring. She will keep the ring because it's all his fault. And the ring will remind her. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, I know. The ring will remind her of of these bad times. Who wants that? Is is she going to wear an engagement ring from a fiance who broke it off? Didn't she say she wants to wear it to remind her how much pain and suffering Mm -hmm. might cost Mm her? Yeah. Okay. That's a little odd, but okay. All the guys she's going to date in the future if 
are gonna love it. Yeah, where'd you get that? Why are you wearing an engagement ring? Oh, oh, well, let me tell you about the worst relationship I ever had. <laughs> it's just, it's, it just shows me all the pain that my ex fiance gave me, so that's why I wear the ring. It reminds me, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Yeah, well, Mike thinks she's gonna sell it, and that's what I think exactly she would do. Maybe. Maybe I don't think it's worth that much. I I thought it was a what is it called zirconian? Mm-hmm, cubic zirconian. Yeah, because yeah. she pays him over three that he wants. If I was Mike, I would just take Swap the diamond. Yeah, yeah, take the diamond, <laughs> replace it with something yeah. cheap. Yeah, but I guess he didn't since he wanted it back. So then, to add insult into injury, Mike asks for one last hug. Oh. That was so stupid. Can I have one last hug? Like, you know if she hugged him, he'd probably just slide the ring off while she yeah. wasn't, while <laughs> she wasn't like, paying attention. Yeah. He would like lick his fingers like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just one last hug. Boop. Yeah. Or maybe he goes like, let's spin for fun. You have to oh, hold hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as he was spinning, he would like take it up and run. Can I spin you one last time? Nope. Well, and this is the moment when Natalie was like, no, Tamara, drive. Tamara, please drive. And then she hit her. You didn't see it. Like she just like punched her in, in her shoulder. Really? Oh, she I missed like, that. She's like, Tamara, drive. <laughs> Jesus. So on the road again. On the road again. On the road again. Yeah. And who knows? Did I didn't see the previews. Does no. she come back again? Yes. Come on. So I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why they didn't say or... I I need I had to go and pee before I live, so I cut TMI. it. I I cut it short. I didn't see the whole preview, but still. All right, we'll see what happens. I'm holding out hope. I think because she stays. That's it, all I'm gonna say. Is I think she stays. Me too. You know why? And I said it yesterday, but I'm gonna repeat it. They keep saying three days till the visa expires. If yeah. she was leaving, they wouldn't say it. Sure they would. No, they would not. The visa still expires in three days, whether she leaves yeah, or not. Yeah, but like they would not like mention, it's like, whatever, is she actually leaving? I feel like they make it a little more dramatic. Like they have three more days to solve this mess. Mm-hmm. You know why I think she's going to come back and what? make it happen? What? Because I believe in love. Oh, look at you. Because I'm a romantic. Look at you. I mean, you kind of are. Mm-hmm. I think you are a bigger romantic than me. Hmm. Okay, I'll take it. I'm not the one who makes snacks for you. Well, because I, lo- I love taking care of you. Yeah. Okay. I find that very romantic. Really? Yeah. Anyway. I, I no, I don't. Whether you put a handful of nuts into a Ziploc bag, <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> smack you- me on my ass and say good luck. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I don't think that's romantic. I think it's very nice of you though. You don't think it's romantic? <laughs> no. <laughs> Next time I'm going to tie a balloon to it. Okay. That would be romantic. <laughs> right? Okay. Right? Yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. Brandon and Julia. BJ. Oh. We missed them last week. We missed them. We missed them. I'm glad they're back, but... They always deliver. There was a little bit. There was a little bit of deliverance here, but nothing too crazy. April 2020, Virginia's shut down again. One month till the wet. Yeah, but COVID is in full force, so everyone is just trying to pass the time. Everyone's trying to keep busy, but tensions are high between Brandon and Julia, because if you guys remember, he doesn't share the female fantasy of a wedding. Yep. So that's enough to piss well, off Julia. As you said, people are, you know, killing time in quarantine. 
like Betty and Ron. Like Barbara Betty. Betty is giving him the quarantine special. <laughs> Which we all said in quarantine. We all said that about our hair. You you did not let me cut your hair. I no. did not let you cut I my held hair. Out, how long did I hold out for? Four or five months, I feel like. Yeah, you you looked wild. Yeah. I thought I was going to just let it go. I thought quarantine, I was, like, nope. I thought quarantine was going to be that transition period for me to get a new hairstyle. Nope. But no. I mean, you kind of did, but. No, but you didn't, you didn't cut it. I eventually went to a professional. I, I was hoping you would ask, but I would probably say no. Oh, you <laughs> know. Imagine. Not end well if imagine you it up. if I blew it. And yeah. I would have to look at you all the time because we both work from home. Oh, it's almost, yeah, it's almost <laughs> as bad for you as it would be for me. No one else has to see it, just you. Yeah. But yeah, outside Barbara Betty, she's tightening up Ron's hair. I'm sorry. I just can't take Ron seriously with that smock on. Just sitting there with that smock. I mean, I feel like we can- Bro, l- you're outside. Take off your shirt and- Gross. I would totally sit there with a smog. But better question is, how did they get the smog? Great question. How did they get the well, smog? Well, I know how. Because Wait. Betty is experienced in cutting dog's hair. Okay. So play that out in your head. Who wears the smog? You put a smog on, on a dog. No. No? How do you cut no. dog's hair? Where would you put the, Where would you put the smog <laughs> that still allowed you to groom the dog? Like, when you're grooming his head, the smog goes around the dog's neck, you groom the, <laughs> you groom the head, yeah. and when you want to groom the body, not to freak the dog out, you would, <laughs> you would flip the smog so the dog would be like in the darkness. I know the answer to this question, but I still have to ask, have you ever had a dog? I did, but like, I- What I dog these- is going to let you pull a smog over their head? <laughs> like you're in a hockey fight. I had these like cute mixed breeds. They didn't need any, any dog hair. No grooming? No, I groomed them myself. (laughs) You know why they have the smock. You know, you know why they have the smock. Why? I'm bringing it back to reality now. Okay. Because they're preppers and they're prepared to live, to just sustain on whatever they have on that property. I guess. Multiple cars. But they're not, very, they're not very smart. If you allowed me to cut your hair and I had the balls to do it, mm-hmm. I would just make a hole in a garbage bag and just put it over your shoulders. Boom. Saving money. Okay. Right? Am sure. I right? Yeah. But they, they go big. They got the real deal. They did. They have everything in that house. Like I said many episodes ago, that house is a junk drawer. And so if you <laughs> scrounge around enough, you're going to find a smock. Don't know what else you're going to find. I don't I really want to know. I love junk drawers. We have three. We have a fun junk drawer. Then we have the document junk drawer. And then we have just the Michelinis. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we have a lot of junk in our life. And they're not that disorganized. Just like, you know, those things that you don't know where to put. Yeah. But we still have, we still have different categories. That's you know how crazy be, I am. It'd be kind of cool. This probably exists. And I'm going to give it away right now. And you guys can do with it what well, you will. I'm going to stop you. Let's talk about it after the pod. In no, case you can make money on it. No, I really <laughs> feel kidding. like I need to get it out. <laughs> okay. An Instagram account mm-hmm. where you curate photos of junk drawers. So hear me out. You know how people take those overhead photos and they'll put out like their watch and yeah. their shirt mm-hmm. and their iPhone. They take the really yeah. nicely curated photo. 
You do that with your junk drawer. So you just solicit photos from people. Empty out your junk drawer, arrange it, and just take a photo of it. Wouldn't you be curious to see what's in other people's junk drawers? Yeah, but how would you make money off of it? It's not all about money. It's just curiosity. I mean, eventually oh. you could sell ads, maybe. Like uh, promote inter- promote items that were in the drawer. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Guys, don't Everyone steal that. Everyone has don't steal one. That. Guys, don't steal that. I'm, I'm sure gonna- that account exists. I'm sure. We're going to start it if it doesn't. It'd be cool, right? I'd be curious. Yeah. I'd be curious to see what people have. Anyway, so Ron's wearing a smock. He's trying to talk some sense into Brandon, saying, Brandon, it's usually a good idea to be excited. It's a good thing if you can be excited about getting married because Brandon just isn't. He's just not. To to Brandon's credit, I'm not going to be taking advice from a guy who's getting his hair cut with dog grooming equipment. <laughs> right? Thanks, thanks, but no thanks. You see, you just, you just said. The no, smock- I'm talking about the scissors and oh. the buzzer were for dogs. Oh. The smock, who knows? I'm telling you, the way I described it, I think that could work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you also notice Betty was absolutely hate brushing Ron's head? Yes. Oh, take it easy on poor Ron over there. <laughs> this guy is sensitive. Be gentle. So also, going deep on this haircutting thing, never had a hairdresser hold a big brush in one hand while cutting my hairs with scissors in another, right? You usually have one hand on the scissors, the other hand's on the hair. Yeah. You're holding it. Betty was like brushing one side of his head and clipping the other. I mean, that's how, maybe that's how you do it with dogs. That's probably how you do it with dogs. It soothes them to like brush them. I don't, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. So Brandon basically just says, look, things are happening very quickly. Feels like it's rushed, but I'm not ready to give up on the relationship quite yet. So I'm in. I'm going to do it. And he made a good point. He said, we either get married or the relationship is over because if we don't get married, she has to go back to Ukraine or Russia. Mm -hmm. Russia. She has to go back to Russia one, it would be hard to get another K-1 visa. Two, it would be hard to be in a long-term relationship again. So it's either this or nothing. You know what, though? Sometimes love is hard. And if he truly loved her and she had to go back to Russia for six months, 12 months, and he really wanted to be with her, he'd make it happen. But that's the thing. You would know because once you break the K-1 visa, I think it's not as easy to get it again. Mm. Yeah. Probably. You're probably right about that. We don't know, but that's a good, yeah, it's a good assumption. So new day, 29 days to wed. Ron and Betty are on the move. They're like damn near hyperventilating. So their new big worry is that someone in the family might come down with the virus, Mm -hmm. which if you saw the meme, we do not believe that's the case. (laughs) Betty's like, wait a minute, COVID-19, Mother's Day weekend. Someone can down with a virus. We should move the wedding. Yeah. Let's blame this on COVID, but let's move this wedding yeah. up so it doesn't so fall on Mother's get Day my weekend. Mother's Day weekend back. Guys, just to, you know, remind you, they were supposed to get married the day before Mother's Day. Yeah. Not on Mother's Day. Betty deserves her own weekend. The she whole weekend. She should get her own month. Mother's Day month. Right? Like, yeah. Don't get married in May. Queen Betty. Like, Queen forget, B. forget May. Just do it. 
in April or wait until June. Just forget, you know, I just get forget getting married because <laughs> I'm really the only woman in Brandon's life. It's as easy as that. Mm-hmm. So they get Brandon and Julia and they sit down together. Betty sitting there with a very heavy pour. That glass is so full. She's struggling to get it to her lips but with one hand. she always does that. This is not the first time. Betty likes her wine. I mean, who likes her? Who likes their wine better, Betty or Stephanie? Mm. Right? Who who holds their wine better? Mm, I think Betty. Yeah, Betty can handle. I think Betty. Betty can handle her wine. Plus, also Betty's married, so even if she gets shit faced drunk, she still has a man. <laughs> Stephanie needs to watch out. That's right. That's right. So, Betty's big idea is we can have a little ceremony just to make it legal. You know, because you need to recite your vows. You still need to do that. You got to mm-hmm. recite your vows. So let's have the nicest little ceremony we can have under these circumstances. And then you guys can relax and go forward with the green card process. Mm-hmm. Julia, not thrilled at first. She wants that church wedding. She wants the big, the beautiful, the wedding of her dreams. But she understands. But she gets it. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is good because you don't know with her. She can go either way. And this is what I felt like Julia and Betty started agreeing with each other. Yep. Because they both said, no, like, it's going to be a wedding. Let's make the best out of it. Yeah. When it comes to Brandon, he had a little different idea. Well, he said, let's do the small wedding and then we can do a big wedding mm-hmm. later. But Julia wasn't buying it. Well, she doesn't want to have two weddings. She only wants to have one. Which I can understand how some girls want to. But at the same time, just doing the paperwork and saving the fun for later, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. So many people do it. Even not just international couples. Sometimes Americans do it too. They make it legal and, you know, and then they save money for a big wedding. But so isn't that Brandon's dream come true that she doesn't want to do a big wedding afterwards? I thought it, she was upset because... She thinks Brandon's kind of just promising this wedding to her that's not going to happen. Yeah, but it's 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 funny. She mentioned at some point of talking about all this that she only wants one wedding because A, it's their wedding and yeah. B, they cannot afford well, no, a bigger that's right. one. She's the only one thinking. She says, listen, once we get married, let's start the green card process. Let's move. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on work. So she knows, she knows. Because the green card process is not cheap either. Just, just the fees to the immigration are about $2,000. Yeah. Just the fees. Yeah. Listen, what they're going to save on the wedding, they'll have a nice yeah. start towards, towards that green card application. So it's not all bad. Look on the bright side, right? Glass is half full. Glass is just full if it's Betty. Mm-hmm. Just full. So later... Brandon and Julia, they're hanging out in the bedroom. In walks Betty. She's got good news. She talked to the minister and he can do the ceremony in two days. Nice. can do the ceremony on Sunday. So Brandon's like, let's just do the quick wedding, have the big wedding after, and be done with it. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is, I think, where there's the contention, which leads to an argument in Julia storming off. Yep. Which... I don't understand Brandon. Just be happy. Dude, you don't want to have a big wedding. She just wants to have one smaller wedding. Just roll with it. Put a smile on your face and be like, hell yes. Yeah. That's why I'm still having trouble comprehending this. Because it's like Brandon's 
I think saying let's do the big wedding because he thinks it's going to make Julia happy. But now she's saying, no, I don't want the big wedding. It's very confusing to me. Well, we'll see. Just let Betty control your life (laughs) and everything will be fine. Yeah. Okay. I think it's time. I think it's time to do it. It's time for Stephanie and Harris and Cousin Ryan. Oh, yeah. Stephanie and Harris on the beach. Harris is such a gentleman. He's just like, Stephanie, let me get a coconut for you. I want to climb the tree. I want to climb the tree and get a coconut. Wild. He scurries up to the top of that palm tree so fast, so nimble. Like he's rescuing a cat out of the tree. Such a beautiful moment. It, really. was, it was great. Risking his life for this woman. To get her something non-alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he comes down. She, Wait, there's no alcohol in this? She's like, how many percent in this coconut water, Harris? Zero? Ugh. I think this is having the opposite effect. This is sobering me up right now. Harris, nobody wants this. This is hydrating me a little too what, much. What is this feeling? Sobriety? <laughs> so she, she's impressed nonetheless. She goes, Harris is a man. He's very romantic. That's one way to describe climbing a tree. If that's the case, I know a bunch of seven-year-olds that are very romantic because they're always climbing the tree. Well, it's also their last morning together. So I feel like she's talking about the night too. Mm, You know, he's so romantic. So they go and they sit on this pier to enjoy the fruits of Harris's labor. (laughs) And Harris goes, you want to see me bust this nut? Did he say that? <laughs> no, he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna crack this nut or whatever he said. He just slams it against the side of the dock. Like, yeah, see, like so romantic. But so romantic. Looks like he's crazy? bashing a guy's skull into the curb. People sell these bitches for so much money. Oh, it's an industry. And Harris just like climbs a palm tree and just grabs one and smash it. Yeah. Like it's hot. Yeah, well, <laughs> Margie, Margie, who's on vacation in Belize, who's seven years old, can't climb the tree. So that's why there's an industry for it. But yeah, mm-hmm. if you've ever been to like a Caribbean vacation or an island vacation. I've never. Yeah, they, they walk around selling coconuts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you go Very to Whole romantic. Foods. I hate coconut water, but you love it. Oh, I like and it. And it's expensive. I like it. So they're sharing this coconut juice. And Stephanie starts questioning Harris. Could you really leave the beautiful beaches? Could you leave the coconut, the palm trees? Could you leave Belize for cold and snowy Michigan? At least she's painting it the way it is. It's good. Yeah, she's not sugarcoating it. She's saying, hey, it's not like this. She wants Harris to really ponder it, really think about it. And then out of nowhere, she just whips out her phone and she's like, See, Harris, Ryan's still trying to get in contact with me. <laughs> he called me at 4.57 a.m. Classic Ryan always wants to come back. That's a booty call. A call oh, at yeah. 4.57 a.m. is a booty call. Oh, like, hey, like down for breakfast? Breakfast? 4.57 in the morning. I mean, why not? A little too early for me. A little too, <laughs> a little too late for a booty call. No. You kidding me? It's prime time. 5 a.m.? Prime time booty call. Really? Yeah. Nah. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows how they get down? So Stephanie's like, I can't trust Ryan, but I want to be able to know I can trust you. And guess what, Harris? I don't know if I can. 
because I wanted to see some more photos of you. I know we're hanging out. I know you're staying in my villa. We see each other every day, but I wanted more. I needed more Harris. So I opened up social media to look at a couple of your photos and bam, look at this baby mama and you three weeks ago, you and baby mama. It was his birthday party. (laughs) He's like, she's just, she's just celebrating my birthday (laughs) with me. She's just remembering all the good times that we had uh, pretty recently because we're still together. Speaking of the baby mama, she looked a little older than him, didn't she? I couldn't get an age read on it. I couldn't get an age read. I thought she was a little older, but I mean, I might be wrong. Talk to me after if you've had three kids, come see me, okay? Because I, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping I'll be seeing you. Well, I know, but and I'm I hope saying I will not have three kids, but you're going to look a little older and more tired than you do now. I think if you have three kids more than right now, <laughs> <laughs> not more than right now. You look very, very tired right now. Mm-hmm. So Stephanie's like, you guys seem so happy. She seems like she's in love. She wants to be with you. And Harris, Harris just tries to play it off. So what does he say? He tells Stephanie he loves her once again. Those three little words, her three favorite words right after, bring more wine. I love you. He goes like, I'll be honest with you, Steph. I love you. (laughs) And I want to go to Michigan. Yes. And make a better life for myself and my family with you. That's very honest. Uh Uh-huh. That's very honest, Harris. Anything else you feel you need to get off your chest? I mean, I would think he's like the sweet, sweetest, nicest guy, but I cannot go there after we watched the Bears all with him. Guys, yeah, I don't want to say it. It's a little, it's dirtier than Danielle's Instagram (laughs) pure romance, but watch it if you haven't seen it. Here's, here's where I have a problem. It's a little hypocritical. Mm -hmm. It's a little hypocritical for Stephanie to be worried about Harris and baby mama being together a couple weeks ago when Stephanie was engaged to Ryan a couple days ago. Exactly. Okay, Stephanie? Pot calling Ryan, the kettle black here. who is Harris's cousin? You almost forget. You almost forget that they're cousins. Now he's just cousin Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie needs to relax on that. And if, you know, Harris is saying he loves her, maybe... Take his word for it. Well, I don't know. Her master plan is to cancel the K one, yeah, and reapply for new ones for Harris. All right, I don't think she'll do it. But hypothetically, even if she did, I don't think it would be that easy. No, I don't think so either. I feel like the immigration so, would be. Like, are these two related? How crazy are you, lady? Pretty crazy. Yeah, like denied. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Denied. So, new day. Harris is getting ready to leave. The vacation's over. But not to worry. Stephanie prepared him that little snack. Little snacky snack so he has something to put in his tummy. Snacky snack. This is so motherly. It's creepy. Yeah. It's like, you know you're 50. She could be his mom. Yeah. It's so good. Just even the words she was using. Something to put in your tummy. (laughs) Not like, here's some food if you get hungry on your trip. Should have packed the book. She wrote the children's so, book because it takes <laughs> him, it takes like six hours for him to get back home. So yeah. he had something to read. And why put it in his shorts? Just give it to him. 
right? I put a snack in your shorts. I'm wide out, it's Stephanie. So then she, yeah. That's not all she gave him. No, she made it very clear that she's giving all of Ryan's gifts to Harris now. And a $3,000 watch. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Why didn't she give him a suitcase instead? Because the poor guy is just stuffing everything into a garbage Mm -hmm. bag. Get the guy a suitcase. Yeah. Stephanie. Come on. Also, okay. Use your head, Stephanie. $3,000 watch. Not 3000 We know it was 200 No, no, no. But let's say it was. You want to pretend? Let's pretend. Okay. He could live off of it for a long time. Oh, for the longest time. He's, she gave him the $100 bill for snacks. Yeah. And he <laughs> said, oh, that's what I make in two weeks. Right? right. Imagine. Do the math. Yeah, and it's almost it almost breaks my heart that now he has this freaking snake watch. <laughs> Which is worth nothing. Yeah, it's ugly as fuck. Jeez. I'm sorry, but I had to say it. It's ugly. He has it. And like, like, what do you do with it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The whole interaction was really unfortunate. Because just saying, oh, I want to give you a little spending money before you... You're not his grandma. Oh, like, she could be. She could be, but... That's your man, if it is your man, and you are saying you want it to be. That's not how you interact with your man. It's how you interact with a child or someone you're trying to buy, right? Mm -hmm. I want to give you a little spending money. Oh, thank you, Stephanie. (laughs) Thank you so much. That's exactly what he said. No, what he said is, is that real, baby? (laughs) He didn't believe it. He's never seen a crispy hundo like that before. He said, I've never seen anything like this. But then he learned how much money it was. He was like, oh my gosh. Stephanie goes, that's a hundred American. So it's 200 in Belize. And I got to admit, I'm kind of surprised she knew the conversion rate. Well, she was paying grand salary. She, I'm sure she knew. That's a good point. Yeah. When it comes to money, Stephanie knows. Stephanie knows. But it's just unbelievable. The entire interaction. Here's a little spending money. Is that real? I don't mm-hmm. believe it. Yes, it is. Okay. Like, what? He grabbed his garbage bag and... Grab your garbage bag and takes off. Takes off. So, before he leaves, he says the next big step is to go to Michigan and marry Stephanie. Oh, hey. What is the baby mama going to think? Send back that money. Good <laughs> oh, luck. yeah. You know? Keep it coming. It's almost like... As he's playing, he's going to go to Michigan, be with Stephanie, save the money, and eventually bring the baby mama in. Oh, I think that's exactly that. Once Stephanie is a little older, they can just take care of her. Well, you heard, obviously, we've talked about it. When she gave the hundo, he said, oh, I'm going to give this to my children. Mm-hmm. Or he's going to use it on yeah. his children, right? It's not spending money for yeah. him. He's going to invest in his family, which is good. Good for you, And Harris, that's why the stupid watch broke my heart. Stephanie's like, the $3,000 watch. Yeah. It's like, you should have just given him the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But who knows? She Like, he wouldn't go out and spend it on stupid stuff. He would, he would give it to his family. Yeah. That's where he is being respectable. Yeah. Like not if he's using this woman to get money. The whole, the whole relationship is very questionable. Very questionable. He's so, like a gigolo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the definition. So then, I don't know, Stephanie has one more day. She's all alone. She's got one more day. She's living it up. 
Waitress brings her her favorite margaritas. Here comes your favorite margarita, <laughs> Stephanie. No, knows you by name, knows your favorite drink. Here it comes. She like does like the little airplane like you're a child. Like here comes your margarita. <laughs> so I put it in my mouth. No, I will say I was a little disappointed because Stephanie was, I don't know, a little too sober for me this episode. Like she was a little too coherent for because me. Because she tasted the coconut water. Yeah, she was it like, sobered her right up. She was like, damn, damn. Damn this electrolytes. Feels, this feels good. My body can function. How funny is that? The first episode we see her drinking something other than alcohol. That she's literally kind was of, my first thought when I saw her drinking the coconut water. Yeah, she kind of was more sober than she's ever been before. True. Well, one more, one more day, Stephanie, go out with a bang. Just chug those margaritas for us. Yeah, just enjoy the vacation on your own, which is something you should have done post-Ryan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think... Maybe she'll meet someone within those 24 hours. I was going to say, I think there's a cabana boy walking around <laughs> who could use a fresh pair of slides, probably. Crispy Hundo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Rebecca and Zied. Yep. Shall we? Two days to wed. Rebecca and Zied, they're talking wedding wardrobe. Turns out... Ziad, who I consider to be quite the fashionista this season. I think really? he looks good. You saw his sunglasses. He's rocking Darcy's House of Eleven sunglasses. Yeah. I think he looks good. I All think I think he's doing well are his hair. It looks pretty good to his me. His hair's good. I think some of his wardrobe is pretty good. I think like, it smells good apparently. Anything leather I'll take. Mm-hmm. But it turns out for the wedding, he's going to wear a red jacket and blue shoes, which yes. is a problem. It's a problem. I'm kidding. <laughs> have you have you ever heard the the wedding saying something old, something new, yeah. something borrowed, something blue? Mm-hmm. They've got the borrowed and the blue squared away because I'm guessing she's borrowing. He's borrowing Rebecca's red jacket, and then the sh- <laughs> then the shoes are blue. That's that's a good thinking. Rebecca's old, so they only need something new. <laughs> that's it, and then they'll then they'll have that settled. Yeah, I didn't get anything. What do you mean? Something old, something new, borrowed blue? No. Mm. Did you? My shoes were blue. My shoes were blue. Look at that. Yeah. I didn't. No, my shoes weren't blue. I'm thinking of the other ones. No. Mine were brown leather. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, those were pretty. Anywho, so they had to Target to complete the look. I love Target. Yeah, shout out to Target because their clothing selection is actually solid. A lot of people who don't know would probably look at this and go, they're going to Target to buy wedding clothes. Hell yeah, they're going to Target to buy wedding clothes because Target's clothes are fantastic. I got a bunch of overalls at Target and I love them. Oh, I've gotten so many things. I've gotten button downs. I've gotten t-shirts. I'm pretty sure you just got pants. me a t-shirt at Target. I got you a t-shirt at Target. Their <laughs> clothing department is on point. So I see you, Zed and Rebecca. <laughs> and apparently in Tunisia, they basically wear skinny jeans. To the weddings hmm. because Rebecca's like, Zied is requested to wear the traditional Tunisian wedding attire, which consists of something very skinny legged and tight. Interesting. Interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you there too. So the best part was when Rebecca tried to find a fitting room for Zied, but the store associates like fitting rooms are closed, lady. There's a pandemic. I mean, if you they didn't heard. even wear masks. Like, hello. Yeah, they were not trying. They not at not, all. They were not true. And Rebecca was like, what? We're getting married. <laughs> he needs to try his pants on. It's like, <laughs> Rebecca, <laughs> there is a pandemic. Like, I don't think you should try anything. Just buy it and return it. If Hello? We can, 
if we can't find some new clothes, my husband's going to look like Michael Jackson in Thriller. <laughs> Have you seen this red jacket? Ziad, show her the red jacket. She'll open up the dressing room. No, the story associates just like, no. Like, Guys, leave. Sorry. it's America. You buy, you try it home, you return what you don't like. Yeah, keep Boom. the receipt, Rebecca. Yep. So, okay. It's funny. It's coming from you. I don't keep the receipt. No, I always keep everything because you would throw it away. Mm-hmm. So they leave. Pantless, hopeless. It's not good. They get home. Zied calls his sister, William. Okay. Is William not the way Yolanda pronounced the Williams? <laughs> the Williams. But I thought she was always like, William. Every time Zied said, William, his sister, I was like, Yolanda? Sounds very familiar. Her name is Liam. William. It's W I E M. Really? Yeah, it's William. William? William. 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 So, the Williams. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Zied fills the William in on the new timeline for the wedding, letting her know, okay, we're getting married a little bit sooner. We're going to get married in two days. And William's like, oh boy. Are you sure you want to be the fourth husband? She does not like Rebecca. No. Well, she knows Rebecca's the common denominator mm-hmm. and that all of these weddings have not worked out. Rebecca's been the common denominator. Mm-hmm. And what makes you think it's going to be better for you, Zied? Which is something to think about for sure. Like marrying someone who was married three times mm-hmm. and it's going to be your first wedding. Mm-hmm. Except Zied's the one rushing into it. That's true. Okay, so if he was worried, he should not rush. True. Move out if you have to for yeah. Ramadan and then take well, it day by day. I'm sure he would have if they could afford it. That's true. That's true. I'm going to say it's a good thing Zied didn't tell his sister Rebecca lost the ring because mm. wasn't she the one who paid for it? Well, I thought Zied's are, sister paid for it. So that's what I thought too, but... Some of our listeners were speculating that on one of our memes that he paid for it with the money Rebecca gave him. He asked Rebecca for two hundred dollars, but then I thought the same as that what you just said. Pretty sure he gave it back to Rebecca. I don't know about that, but I remember Liam Wiam gave him the money for the ring. The Wiam, yeah. (laughs) The Wiam. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she paid for it. I think so too, but you can tell I us. mean, who knows? You can tell us if we're wrong. Who knows? So it's the day before the wedding. Zied and Rebecca heading to the wedding venue and Rebecca is freaking out. Freaking out because they're in such a rush for this wedding. She didn't have time to make a wedding cake. Make a wedding cake. Wedding cakes are the worst. Who you makes their own bake- wedding cake? Well... I, w- I, w- I would make one too if I had the time. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. That's the one thing. Even go to the supermarket and I know. buy. Why? You don't want to make. That's giving a gift to yourself in yeah. a sense, I feel. You just go buy a $10 wedding cake, but at least, oh, it's our wedding cake. I didn't slave in the kitchen or just, all day. Yeah, like go to a bakery and get something. Right. <laughs> Maybe Joella's Hot Chicken has desserts that they can bring. Yeah. So Anything. She, she goes, they didn't have time to make one. We're not going to have a wedding cake, Zied. And he goes, that's normal. <laughs> that's 
actually not normal. I guess maybe in Tunisia they don't have wedding cakes. I feel like he's trying to be calm and cool because she's freaking out, but he's not helping. He's calm. He is cool. The only time we've ever seen him freak well, out was I'm when saying. he hopped on that ATV and took off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> after he gave her the ring, wasn't it? No, he gave her the ring after he came back. Yeah. Yeah. That's really now she lost time. it. Yeah. So it's definitely tense. Rebecca is not thrilled that they're rushing. It's not great because the Ed's family is not supportive. So he's a little upset too. And on top of that, Rebecca hasn't found her ring. Her dress doesn't fit. It's supposed to rain and a lot of guests are bailing because of COVID. Mm-hmm. 2020, am I right? Sounds you like 2020 are. to me. Nothing is going right. So Rebecca, they get there. She meets up with Melanie at the cabin and she pulls her wedding dress out of a suitcase. Like it was just stuffed in there. I, I Is that how you transport no. a wedding dress? no. That can't be the best way to travel. You remember, I had dress. mine packaged safely at UPS yeah. and shipped like yeah. priority mail to your mom. Yeah. And I get it. We were going from Florida to New York. You know, we weren't driving. You had to do something with it. Even if we were driving, I would like lay nicely sure. in the back of the car. It would have been better if Zed wore it and sat in the passenger seat than shoving yeah. it into a suitcase for however many hours that was. And she just whips it out. It's like... Take a look, Melanie. This is it. And it doesn't fit me. And it doesn't fit. Maybe that's why she doesn't care about it. But they sit down for a vent session and Rebecca just kind of lays it all on the table. She's exhausted. She's been working too much. She's been taking care of Ziad. She's at her wit's end. And now she's rushing to the altar. Melanie was a pretty good friend. I liked the way I liked what Melanie was doing. She was being real with Rebecca. She was telling Rebecca how it was, how it is not sugarcoating it, giving it to her straight. And she was like, yeah, you're getting married during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's not ideal. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you get to be with Ziad. And isn't that what matters? Yes. Like that was a, that was yeah, great. I, I thought that she went, you know, 380 from hating so say that Ziad. Again? Say that again. She went 380. That's, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a full turn and then boop, a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. Just a little, just, a, just a little bit more than a full turn. 360. Right. Even 360, still not where you're going. You're going 180, right? You're trying to do a 180. A 180 is a half. 360 is a full. 360s are going right yeah. back to where you started. So play it out. Oh. So play it out. You know, 180. <laughs> 380 is like maybe she changed a little. She took the long way. She finally got there and that's exactly what I was going for. 380. So she you went invent, 380. You invented it. You know, a new, yeah, degree. Right? So, so she went 380 yeah. because she went from hating on Ziet to coming around mm-hmm. and loving boop, him. helping, helping, <laughs> uh, you know, what's the name? Rebecca. Yeah. To get over Oh, you're this. talking about Melanie. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So yes, yes, yes. What are you talking about? Three. She never totally loved Zied, so she never made it 180. No, but she went 380. Mm-hmm. Three, you know, she went 360. Yeah, she never then, loved him, but kind of came came around. Right. But then she went a little farther. Yeah. And now she's she she became the friend that the Rebecca needed. Guys, you can use this in your life if you want. <laughs> let us let that be 
our gift to you. She just went 380. She went 380. And you guys are free to say that. You it's can like, mention the podcast if you want, but you're free to say it's the free cir- Is the full circle and a little farther. And a little boop. It's full circle and a boop. All right. Well, it's, I feel like we've gone 380 on this couple. So like Give me an example of like going 380. <laughs> like truly going 380 would be, I hate dogs. I don't want a dog. Then, <laughs> you know what? I'm. <laughs> let me finish my journey. Let me finish my journey. Okay. I hate dogs. I don't want a dog. Then I see like an ASPCA commercial with Sarah McLaughlin playing. And I'm like, you know what? I need a dog. So I get a dog. 180. Bring the dog home. Loving it. It bites me. Oh, back to hating it. But I kind of grew attached to it. 380. <laughs> what? You don't get it? Well, I, I totally get it. The, mm. the, I, I don't understand how we just whipped it out on the spot. <laughs> and he did, guys, because I just came out, came up with 380. I don't know. That's it. I feel the, very passionate about 380. That was just mind-blowing. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Cool. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on because it was beautiful. Okay. Mm, tarzel? Do a little Tarzel? Let's do a little Tarzel. Let's do a little Tarzel. Or how I like to say, hey, hey, Tar. <laughs> don't be a hey, Tar. Yeah, don't be a hey, Tar. Don't be a hey, Tar. Be a Tarzel. Yeah, we're a little worried that that mom and dad were going to be hey, Tars tonight. Hazel's mm. mom and dad. But they, they came around. We'll talk about they it. They came around. Let's, let's get into it. Two days to wed. And things are better. Things are going good since the re-proposal. A re-proposal that actually worked out so mm-hmm. far, right? Unlike Mike and Natalie's, this re-proposal made things better. And even better news. Even better news. There's COVID in the air, but it's okay. There's love in the air. Tariq and Hazel, they were able to rush and get everything together for the wedding. Yay! But, here's the but. Before Hazel feels like she can take that big next step and get married, she wants to come out to her family back in the Philippines about her sexuality. And we all know her parents are super religious. Oh, I feel like we all remember the scene. If you sweat while you're praying, you are pretty religious. And they were. Definitely something. They were sweating more than Harris getting a psychic reading. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, that was full. That was, yeah, that was full contact prayer. I mean, imagine doing this like twice a day. What a workout. No need of a gym. What a workout. No. The church is your gym. The Jesus is your trainer. The Jesus gym. Jesus is your trainer. <laughs> is, is Jesus not a trainer in, in life though? He is. Jesus is a he trainer. He's the ultimate trainer. He's the ultimate. Every, yeah. Yeah. Let's, well. Let's we don't talk. know much. We don't know yeah, much about We're just like speculating, that, but, but let's. Yeah, he's a trainer. He's a trainer. So, okay. Here's the thing. Hazel's parents have some experience with bisexuality because Hazel's sister is bisexual. And she brought a girl home. Yeah. So I still, I get it. It's still got to be tough for Hazel, but there's, at least you probably have your sister's support. Which yeah. makes things a little easier, it's, I would hope. It's sad to me that we live in 
a 21st century and it's still being crazy for some people or parents Mm -hmm. to look at their kids and be like, okay, they're bisexual or they're gay and still be freaked out by it. You know, we're all on different timelines. I know, I know. (laughs) 50 years ago in America, I mean, people today in America still have problems with it, which blows my mind. Who cares? Why do you care? That's my point. Like literally, that's my point. Who cares? Like you do you. And that's your child and just be happy that they're happy, period. We'll talk about it. We'll get to it. But there was a point in Hazel's conversation with her mom and her dad where she just simply stated, I'm attracted to men and women. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's it. I was like, it's that simple. And for people to have issues with that, it's like, why do you care that someone's attracted no, you can only be attracted. How dare you be attracted to two genders? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you're attracted to both and has no effect over you whatsoever. And I can understand that for some people it might be hard to understand, but no one's asking you to understand. They're just asking you to accept it. True. I can maybe understand why a parent would feel surprised or not immediately accept it. And I only say that in the sense of you probably think you know your child. Mm. You raised your child, however old Hazel is, 28 years old, right? So for 28 years, you thought you knew your child. You're the, mm. you're the parent. You should know them better than anyone. And then they go and they tell you, you don't know me, really. Yeah. There's something you don't. And then you go, oh, who is this person? And maybe nothing to do with the sexuality aspect of it, but just you almost feel like a stranger. Yeah. I feel like I don't know you. So th- I can kind of see that, but I, but that's not what was happening here. It was Hazel being worried because they're just not as open-minded yeah. about gay and bisexual relationships. So Hazel calls, Hazel calls her parents and the way she said it, the way she told them kind of broke my heart. Because she didn't just come out and say, hey, I Mm want to tell you guys something about me. Hey, you might not know. She asked her dad, dad, would you be angry if I liked women? Like almost asking for permission or not even that. Like she was more concerned with her family loving her Mm -hmm. than her being concerned with who she wants to love. Yeah, that's true. It was like, would you be angry? Which I don't know that got to me the way she said that. You should never... That you should never feel like, oh, your parents going to be angry at you yeah, because you're going to love who you love. That's, that's very true. So she explains, I like men and women. Tariq's fine with that. Mm-hmm. And Tariq says, I can have a girlfriend. And to me, that's kind of the bigger shocker maybe is that yeah. your daughter's going to be in a thruple. I feel like she should have kept that to herself. Let's just start with being bisexual. Right. Not to throw then, another person into this. But why even bring it up then? If you're bisexual, but you're choosing to get married to him. Yeah. Because just because you're bisexual doesn't mean you have to be yeah. in a throuple, right? So if you're bisexual, but are getting married to a man, then that's it. You're, yeah. Your love story is over and that's your man. But she's bringing it up because she wants a girlfriend involved in that. I think like she just wants to person. get it all of her chest yeah. to avoid any future, yeah. you know. No, get it like a Band-Aid right off. Yeah. Get it all out there. 
And her parents definitely a little shocked at first. I didn't think it was going over well. I no. did not think it was going to go well, 380. It, <laughs> it didn't go, definitely it didn't go 380. What would you say it went? I would say maybe like 210. Like the dad. Kind the dad was on board. Yeah, but the mom wasn't. The dad was hesitating at first. Then he like almost like, well, yeah. the dad said what every what every parent should say or what you would hope every well, parent says. I'm no, happy if you're happy. At first he was like, oh no, no, no. Then he goes like, that was the shock. I think, yeah. right? That has to be like, wait, what? No, mm-hmm. that's not my Hazel. That's not that's not mm-hmm. my baby girl. But mom didn't take it well. No, I know. I was and I think surprised. she'll come around. Again, I was a little surprised because they have another daughter who's bisexual. So you have experience with this. And I hope the other daughter is accepted. You yeah. hope there's love there. So I don't know. I thought it went better. I thought it went better than it was going to go. Mm-hmm. So I was happy about that. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I was happy for Hazel because she felt like she got it over her chest and dad accepted it and mom will hopefully come around. And- she didn't even think it was going to go that well. Because when her dad said, oh, I'm happy if you're happy, she's like, for real? Tell me the truth. So yeah. she didn't even think it was going to go. That's true. That well. Well, it went well. Went well. She's happy and ready to kick off her bachelorette party. It's a new day, one day to wed. Yeah, it's bachelorette party time. I was surprised Tariq wasn't doing a bachelor party. Well, I, he had Ari, so. And then I also thought, yes, but I don't think he has guy friends. Yeah, he was, yeah, we Every, haven't met any guy friends of Tariq. several episodes ago when he had friends over, it was all those girls, mm-hmm. right? And all those girls are now going and to he Hazel's has, bachelorette party. He has like party. one guy friend. Remember he was suit shopping with him. That was his wedding photographer. And his friend, I guess. But more his wedding photographer, <laughs> right? So I think that's probably why he's not doing it. He doesn't have anyone to party with. Yeah. So Hazel's never been to a bachelorette party. Obviously never had one before. She just has seen it in the movies and knows it gets crazy. I love how she said we all got tested. We all are safe from the yeah, virus. It's such like a disclaimer I'm that like, TLC made. No, but I was say. like, that's my girl. Yeah. So, okay. All I'm going to say is a bachelorette party the day before your wedding. Why? Keyword being day. Because... Strippers at 2 p.m. in the afternoon when the lights are shining, I the know. sunlight is shining through the window. I was like, this, and you're sober. It's like, this is not sexual. I would at be all. like, I have no idea what, what, what's happening. This is not romantic at all. So it's Hazel, Angela, Kia, and then Michelle, mm-hmm. the wild card, a girl Hazel met online three years earlier. But I feel like she is from the Philippines. Yeah, she's Filipino. lives mm-hmm. in the States. I think she's married. Okay. And they just, I think once she started talking to Tariq, thinking of coming to the U.S., somehow she met this girl. I think mm-hmm. they became friends. Mm-hmm. I don't d- think there is anything more than okay. just friends. Well, she definitely said Michelle doesn't live close. Yeah. So, so this she, is the first time yeah. we could see each other. But it's still interesting that mm-hmm. Hazel, Hazel's getting on my man Tariq for talking, for having pen pals. And look who's got a pen pal. Well, but pal. she's not into... Look who's got a Asians or Filipinos, so I think it's okay. Mm, okay, we'll see. So pop that champagne. Pop that champagne. It's time to go. 
And if Tariq paid for this hotel, now I know why he's bankrupt. Because that place was fancy. That place looked like the Plaza Hotel from Home Alone. Well, we just sold the room. Oh, uh, the suite? I had a suite on my bachelor's party. You know, that was fancy. No, you did not. Not yeah. like that. No, no, I'm saying not as fancy, but we had like a nice big room. Oh, you didn't. You didn't tell me that. Well, you'll show me pictures later. <laughs> so, okay. Not as fancy. Okay. So everyone's there. They're talking about Tariq and Minty. Not the best bachelorette party combo, right? You probably don't want to talk about that type of downer. Mm-hmm. But then knock, knock, knock on the door. Hello, Danielle. Not pure romance, Danielle. It could have been. It could have been. That would have been exciting too. There's a stripper. There's a dancer. And I say. it's exactly the type of woman Hazel wants to date. <laughs> surprise, surprise. What Tari, do you know? Terry got it right. Terry got it right. She, she didn't in. know Terry paid for it. Or like Tariq organized this. Do we know that he paid? Well, we know yeah. he planned the... We yeah, I'm sure he, he paid for it. Girl. He picked out mm. that girl. Mm. He paid for it. It wasn't Angela who walked away when she saw the stripper. <sighs> so Not for her. Danielle comes in wearing nothing but bra panties. Yeah, and a mask. She's wearing a mask. Oh, that was very she sexy. She was covering more of her face than her body. I, I was thinking, like, I'm like, good for you, girl. But that's... That's interesting. <laughs> like the medical mask. At least get like a nice it's like. It's not sexy. Yeah, like, like a lace, a, like a lingerie yeah. mask. Well, like panties. Would, like well, you almost put panties yeah, They on wouldn't your cover. They wouldn't protect you from the virus. Right. I was more thinking of like right. a leather mask. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. You're, a little, you're being a little kinky over there. <laughs> <laughs> so cue the music. Danielle immediately starts dropping it like it's hot. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hazel was loving it. Loving it. She's like, she's like, oh, wait. Am I, do I have to get married tomorrow? <laughs> so I've never, I've never, I've been to a strip club, obviously. We talked about it. I've never been to like a house party or a hotel party where a stripper came. Good. Have you? No, but I'm saying good. I'm going to say his name. Mm-hmm. You know him, Jeff. Okay. He went to a hotel party and they had a stripper come. Mm-hmm. He said, this is ridiculous. He said, this stripper showed up. Okay. Like Danielle did, except she was with her DJ, in quotes, her DJ, mm-hmm. right? He showed up to the hotel with like a little portable karaoke machine. <laughs> <laughs> It had like, you know, the speaker and the microphone. Mm-hmm. So he had the portable karaoke machine and then a tarp. Like, you know. Yeah. Okay. So the DJ goes into the corner of the hotel room and just turns on the karaoke machine and just starts emceeing <laughs> this hotel party. I think they brought like some <gasps> disco lights too. The stripper lays the tarp down on the floor and just starts dancing. On right? the tarp? On the tarp. So the whole time the guy in the corner just like hyping up the room like it's a strip club. Stop it. <laughs> and he keeps he keeps going. I forget who he was saying. Jeff was telling me like, you better you better throw some dollars if you want to see your dance. Like he just kept saying that over and over again. Jeez. You better throw some dollars if you want to see your dance. So these guys like 
they're making it rain, but <laughs> you're in a hotel room with just you and a few of your boys. So you, you have to fund that night. You know, there's no one else going to come yeah. up to the, to the stage and put money down. It's all on you. So very quickly they ran out of money. <laughs> Like, we have no more money. And he's still going, you better throw some dollars if you want her to dance. So like, oh my gosh. like we want her to dance. What do we do? They eventually, they were wasted. They got to the point where they were just stealing their money back <laughs> off of the tarp <laughs> and just making it rain, just recycling the rain. They were just recycling the rain, Teresa, <laughs> throwing it back on the dancer. And you I, know what's funny? Before yeah. you said it, I was thinking like, why don't they just grab the money from the yeah. tarp? Yeah, look at you. That's what they did. And I think at first I was thinking the tarp was probably like a little <laughs> dirtier than like maybe they were going to do some things and it was going to get a little wet and wild. I think the tarp was just so at the end of the night, mm. you just close it up, take maybe. the money and leave. Or maybe she didn't want to, you know, like scratch the hotel floor. Or like scratch her knees on the carpet or something. Incidentals. Yeah. Wild. Never happened, but that's a hilarious story. That is. <laughs> yeah. Not Especially story, me but. knowing who you're talking about is oh, yeah. even, oh, even more it. hilarious. Yeah, you can see it. <laughs> All right. Andrew and Amir. Last but not least. Is it last but not least? It's definitely, yeah. It's least. We learned, it's definitely the least. We learned, the last two. We learned something about someone he didn't like already. What? Who? Andrew and Amira. Oh. Yeah, I thought you were talking about someone else. No, Andrew and Amira. Yeah. And we didn't like Andrew and we learned something about him that made me, or I'm hoping when I say us, yeah. that I'm, I'm correct. All right, let's take it from the top. Yeah. Let's take it from the top. Just hate him. Okay. Andrew, Andrew and Amira. Andrew, super dramatic, super flustered. So Amira didn't get on the flight. She had a panic attack. She didn't board the plane. This girl suffers through two weeks of quarantine alone in Serbia. And when she's finally free, she gives up. Let's not forget about her being detained in Mexico. And being detained in Mexico. Thank you. How could we forget that? This poor woman was detained for three days in Mexico, then goes to Serbia, has to spend two weeks by herself, not even a camera crew. There's riots in the streets, can't get a decent meal, finally makes it through, gets to the airport, and then gives up. Well, that's how Andrew portrays it. No, that's how the TLC cameras portrayed it. Well, yeah, but Andrew's talking to his mom. Sure. Basically saying, I mean, I didn't board the plane. Like, I don't understand what happened. Like, this, it's, it's over. She got cold feet. Yeah. <laughs> no, she got smart, Andrew. She got smart ass feet. <laughs> Such smart feet. <laughs> her feet. Her feet were so smart. So saved saved her life. We flash back twenty four hours, and we see a mirror in her bed in the hotel, sobbing. And she's like, "I thought Andrew was a good person. I thought he was the one." Oh, Amira, sweet, sweet Amira, what would ever make you think Andrew was the one? Yeah, so apparently a few hours before the flight to America, mm -hmm. Andrew called, they started fighting and yeah. they fought for hours and I can totally hear Andrew because he's such an ass. It's sabotage. Sabotage. You know that Beastie Boys song? It's sabotage. Like, I think it's got to be that if this is what really happened. He's about to get 
his wish mm-hmm. come true. She's about to board the plane and come yeah. be with him. But, and now he sabotages it by calling her and starting a fight. Well, what I find interesting is that he started a fight. He keeps telling her that it's not working out. They have different views. They have different ideas. On kids. Right? On, On kids. kids. Yeah, yes. specifically. And that he he doesn't... He, he doesn't know what should happen. And then he goes like, I booked you a flight to France. Your choice. Yeah. You have two flights. You he, choose. He texts her a choose your own adventure. Oh my God. Did you see the text message? Oh, let's talk it's about it. It's all over social media and I can't, I can't let's take talk it. About it. Let's talk about it. So they're in this fight. He texts her. Yes. The ticket to Paris. She has the one to California. You choose mm-hmm. your destiny. Right. And. I don't know. I don't think he wants her to choose California because, yes, these text messages, he's telling Amir the kids at daycare are better team players. Like, he is the worst. What kind of insult is that? My my kids at daycare are better team players. Huh? And then he, and then he goes, this is where it gets really, mm-hmm. really dark. Mm-hmm. He goes, my time is limited. So if you have anything to say, you better engage fast. And he goes, it's been 30 minutes since my initial offer to help. I have 60 seconds left. And then he goes right into a five-second countdown. It's like five. He literally texts. Oh, five, I know. Four. What happened to the 60? But here's the Maybe best. he waited a little. Here's the best part. If you look closely at that text mm-hmm. thread, you go to the top. A couple messages earlier, he wrote one dot, dot, dot. Like he was trying to start the countdown earlier, yeah. but realized you need to start at five. Oh my god! Or you have nowhere to count down to. Because he was like one, shit, uh, five, four, three. Like you got to go back and look at He's it. It's ridiculous. Worst. It's ridiculous. The other thing that was notably absent from this text exchange: no babes, no, no more. Oh Mm-mm. hey babe, oh babe, I sent babe. you a ticket. No, babe. they don't babe, they baby. Oh baby, they oh. baby. No more, oh, sent you a ticket, baby. All right, cool, board the plane, baby. Can't wait, gonna be here for you. Warming up these vocal pipes for you, baby. Gonna sing you a song, baby. No babies, no babies. But if this wasn't crazy enough, for some reason, after all that, Amira still goes to the airport. Yeah. Still goes, still goes. Did she say she checked her back? She checked her back. Yeah. She checked her back. It wasn't until... Right as she goes to board the plane, when Andrew calls her again and is like, just so you know, I'm still upset with you. If you come here, you're going to find an angry fiance. Why, Andrew? Why are you sabotaging this? He literally made it happen. And then he's telling his mom that, oh, I mean, I didn't get on the plane. I don't know what happened. You had so many good plans booked. You were going to do camping. You were going to show Amira your sister you had so much exciting things he, to look forward to I feel like he has a divided personality what split, is the, split personality yes Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde still waiting for that from Julia yeah well he probably he probably did that play in high school theater <laughs> <laughs> he he looks like he's more into Shakespeare yeah he is a little Shakespearean with the yeah. long hair but yeah. anyways mm-hmm. totally totally split personality disorder it's very scary it's he's very on one dark side, he's like oh i was like oh mom amira left me she didn't board a plane fought on the other on the other hand five four, four. Three. <laughs> he's like counting down so oh my God. weird so 
Yeah, that's when that's when Amira finally wises up mm-hmm. as she's boarding the plane. Got smart feet. That's when her feet got smart <laughs> and carried her away from yeah. that jet bridge. Well, she also called her dad and had a conversation oh, yeah, with dude. him because he. You remember he said, "If you leave for America, I will never, never speak to, to you again. again." Yeah, but now they're talking. Now they're well, talking. She never left. They good mm-hmm. for America, I guess. So she and has to tell it. She has to tell Andrew the news. She has to tell Andrew, this is the adventure I chose for myself. And I chose to go back to France. His first reaction. Classic. We've heard it. We've heard it on today's episode already. (laughs) Give me the ring back. He's like, logistics, you know, logistics aren't a problem. Can you please send me the rings back? He's probably like. My sister's been wondering where they've been. So if you could send me the rings back, she's missing them. What do you she's, call it? She's the, looking for them. Wait, wait, what do you call it? The mood ring? I told you they look like mood. It's like a mood ring. Does it like change? Does it like change? Yeah, you put it on. Change colors based on your mood? Yeah. I mean, that's what they say. Mm. I don't know if I believe that. Probably mm. maybe more your body temperature, but yeah, it changes colors. That's what it looked like. There's like a mood ring. Someone can disagree. Someone can tell me it's whatever type of uh, gem stone it is, but I don't know. It looks like a mood ring to me. Mm-hmm. So that's what we hear from Andrew. Those are his parting words. Please send the rings mm-hmm. back. And then she leaves us. She leaves us with this gem. I was so proud to call Andrew my future murder. Uh, sorry, my future husband. But now, <laughs> but now it's over. She was so proud to call Andrew her future husband. But now it's over. Oh and gosh. we're glad it is. We're I glad. Mean, I think smart feet. Smart, smart feet. feet. I think <laughs> smart feet, Amira. I think this story is over. Mm. You, you don't think so? You think something will come back from this? Maybe like Santa? PLC filming her, like sending the ring back. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want it to be over because it's getting dramatic now. I know. I know. I wish. I wish something I just else comes it. out of it. I really, I hate to admit it. I was really looking forward to her getting to California. I know. I thought she was doing it. I, I really thought she was doing it. it. She checked she her back. She could have done it. She could have done it. She checked her back. Come on, Amira. Give the people what they want. Well, let's see. I didn't see them in the previews, but also I went to the bathroom. We know there's at least a couple more episodes. Mm-hmm. We'll see. They we'll got see. A, they got to wrap their story yeah, up. Some something, some something else must happen. Something else will happen. I mean, here's what we have to look forward to that we know of. There's going to be, we think, I guess we don't know. There's going to be the the Julia Brandon wedding mm-hmm. of some sort at some scale. Mm-hmm. Betty will do all of their hair for the big day. <laughs> then we know Jovi and Yar with the Elvis, the Elvis yeah. wedding. Tariq and Hazel going to get it done probably. Yeah, do you think they're going to have the big crystal? At the ARE? Yeah, probably get it done there. Rebecca and Zied, it's going to happen. Come on, it's going to happen in the cabins. Then the question question is, Mike and Natalie. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm very excited about. Yeah, that's where all my excitement's coming Mm -hmm. from right now. I think what's going to happen there. Stephanie, we know she's going to go home alone. Mm -hmm. Doubt Harris is going to ever join her. He can't. And uh, Andrew and Amira, I don't think so. No, me neither. I don't think so. Me neither. So that's where we are. That's where we're at. It was a good episode. It was fun. It was fun. You're right. It was good. I'm going to bump it up to 3.8 stars. 
It was not bad, right? It was okay. It was not bad. It was fun. So that's it. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it like a dog. Together we can take this thing to the moon. You mean my catchphrase? I meant the podcast, but your catchphrase comes with it. Your catchphrase is a passenger. It does. Your catchphrase is kind of like the pilot on this podcast. Right? Right? It's very important. Which one? I got two. I would say Smash It Like It's Hot. Right? Right. It's getting out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting out there. It's really, it's really getting out there. Yeah. Everyone's smashing it like it's hot. Yeah, I love it. In the it. streets, Please, people guys, are smashing it like it. it's hot. Do yeah. it. In the bedroom, people are smashing it like it's hot. Let's not go there. We won't go there. Okay. So <laughs> make sure you guys smash it. And also like follow hot. us Follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Guys, you missed out. If you missed out, you, Jovi came and chatted with us yeah, on the live. If you were there, If you were there, and I know a couple of you were, you know. You know who you are. You know who you are. If you were there... It was so good to have you there. And if you weren't, we missed you, but you can go watch it on mm-hmm. our IGTV. And we're hoping that Joey will do this again at some point. I am just going to write 10 questions, 10 generic questions that can apply to anybody. And well, now you gave it away. <laughs> well, next time it happens, people are like, wow, he's way more prepared this time. I think they're going to know. Yeah, like after... You no remember? one expected that. Listen, no one I expected know. that. Oh, oh, oh. I know. I asked, what hotel did you stay at? Why? Because I, uh, I, I asked shook. him if he gets boat sick. Yeah. Oh, we're <laughs> such, such idiots. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, I'm blaming it on the fact that the first question I asked, he came back with, sorry, I can't answer that. Yeah, they kind of Then I'm like, it. well, now what can I do? But where listen, am I? Where do I go from here? Listen, guys, John is a little frustrated, but it's because yeah. he's this perfectionist. I, on the <laughs> other hand, thought yeah. that it was kind of cool. It was impromptu. We didn't have to pretend anything. We had nothing prepared. We were just rolling, going with the flow. That's who we are. Okay, that's who I am. I just go with the flow. And it was good. Well, I think I think he didn't feel pressured or anything. No, not at all. He kept, you know, he was answering no, as, time. as much as he could. I thought it was good. So if you guys want to know what he does for work, watch, because we asked that and he actually yeah, told us. Yeah, here we go. If you want to know how he's dealing with all the hate, ask, or no, watch, because we asked mm-hmm. that. If you want to know if TLC is helping cast members with the K-1 visa process, watch. I'm not going to tell you. You watch it and you'll learn. (laughs) (laughs) And then just forget about all the other questions. So that was that was fun. Thank you again to Jovi. Thank you. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks, Jovi. And thank you to you guys for listening and for rating and for reviewing. And if you guys haven't done it again, even if you don't listen on Apple podcast, if you could leave a review there. Yeah. Rate it just however many stars you feel is appropriate. That would be awesome. Always makes that a day. And it, yeah, it really does. So that's it. That's all I got to say. I'm done. I'm done talking. Me too. Okay. You're done. Nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. All right. I think, I think we've said it all. Stay tuned for the next part of Danielle and Muhammad's Woo-hoo. journey. All right. Dropping on Thursday morning. Throwback Thursday. Yes. Until then, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.